0: Every decision they make can have an effect on our lives.
1: Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I never told anybody
2: to lie, not a single time, never. Today, our fellow citizens,
3: our way of life, our very freedom came under attack. America's not the same as it was 100 years ago. The violent mayhem we have seen in the streets and cities that are run by liberal Democrats.
0: This is Our Lives in Politics. With your
1: host, Booker, and co-host, Lou Basada.
0: The bombshell news stories continue week after week, but nothing ever seems to really explode. The bombshells all seem to be duds. We have a complicit legacy press in this country that has very little interest in discovering the truth, but rather protecting their collective political objectives. Just look at the House Oversight Committee's big press conference, where they shared information about the Biden crime family and how they enriched themselves through foreign nationals. The press conference, to reveal that information, wasn't even covered by NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, or MSNBC. Where it was covered, the journalists claimed there was no evidence. The First Amendment protects the rights of the press, so they may protect us we, the people. The media should hold politicians accountable. It's their job. They're failing us. They're failing the country. And in large part, they should bear some of the responsibility and burden for a failing country and society. I'm Booker Scott. Thanks for joining the conversation in this hour, finding this program on the America Out Loud Network or wherever you listen to a podcast. This hour is brought to you by 4Patriots.com. They have great survivalist products there, and they have the best customer service. Go to 4 and use the code OUTLOUD for a 10% discount. I hope to provide you some truth on the House Oversight Committee and the Biden Crime Family Press Conference. I'll, I'll, I'll provide the audio for you, and you can determine for yourself if the evidence collected is enough to be the bombshell that we were hoping for or that it should be. There's also a disturbing story developing in Plainview, Texas. It's been alleged that a six-year-old girl was forced by another six-year-old to perform a sex act, while another boy recorded it in a classroom with a school-issued iPad. I have the family spokesperson in this hour to share the facts, make some allegations, and ask for a call to action. To start this hour, though, and this Biden crime family press conference, we really have to go back in time. Let's go back uh, four or five years now. We have Senator Ron Johnson and Senator Chuck Grassley, who developed a report that was issued just prior to the election in twenty twenty that was all about Hunter Biden. It was about it was about Hunter Biden's business dealings and and some of the things on the laptop. And I, I don't want to get into the laptop in this hour. Because I don't think it's very important. I think the important thing is the business dealings with foreign nationals in several different countries that have done business with the Biden family and how the Biden family enriched themselves. We're going to listen at exactly what their businesses were to enrich themselves. What were they selling? Most businesses have a product. Most businesses have a service. One or the other, you just don't have a business with nothing. But yet that's what it appears the Biden family crime family is all about. No real business, just getting money. And what are they getting money for? We're going to get into that. I think you also have to consider Joe Biden and his repeated lies that he knows nothing about Hunter Biden's business dealings. We've been hearing this for years and years, whether it was Burisma, whether it was China, whatever came out in the news, Joe Biden always denies knowing anything about what Hunter Biden has been up to, which I find odd as a, as a parent of grown children, I find it really odd that a father would never have a conversation with his son, daughter, whoever it may be about their life. I do it all the time. What, what are you up to son? what, what, how was work today? That conversation never took place between them? That's interesting, isn't it? Let's start with Joe Biden's lies.
2: I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board, and that was it. There's nothing on his face that was wrong. You know, there's not one single bit of evidence, not one little tiny bit, to suggest anything done was wrong. You know that. But you keep asking me these questions. It's okay. He, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing what you have to do, but I'm not worried about it. Look, the American public knows me. They will not be engaged in any foreign business. So no foreign business for Correct. your relatives. Do you remember Tony Bobulinski?
0: Tucker Carlson had him on his show back in 2020 prior to the election. And Bobolinsky is a former associate, business associate of the Bidens. And he had very interesting things to say. And he's also very credible. He is a Democrat. He is a former Navy officer. He was a Biden associate. He's a Biden supporter. But this is what he said happened all the way back in 2017.
3: On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question... H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret.
0: Why would anyone ever want to keep your business dealings secret? Unless, of course, there's something to hide. Did the Bidens think what they were doing was wrong at the time? Why else keep all that information quiet? Why keep it secret? Why were they paranoid? There was one thing that always stood out to me in the Tucker Carlson interview with Tony Bobolinsky, and that was this.
3: I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, aren't you concerned? And he sort of he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, uh, plausible deniability. He said that out loud? Uh, yes, he said it directly yeah. to me, one-on-one in a cabana at the Peninsula Hotel after about a, you know hour and a half, two-hour meeting.
0: Of course, plausible deniability is nothing but a lie. So Joe Biden distanced himself. He keeps himself away from it all because they're paranoid keep it secret, face-to-face meetings, exactly what has happened. I mentioned Senator Ron Johnson and Senator Chuck Grassley having a big report that came out prior to the election in 2020. It was great work. There was a lot there, but there has been more uncovered the last 100 days, which is the first 100 days of the 118th Congress. The chairman of the House Oversight Committee is Representative James Comer from Kentucky.
4: Instead of being with, honest with the American people, President Biden has claimed since the 2020 election that his family has not received money from China. That was a lie in 2020, and he continues to lie to the American people now. The Bidens have received millions of dollars from China. It is inconceivable that the president did not know it. The White House refuses to correct the president's statements, showing the president is now using the federal government to run interference for his families and his own role in these schemes. The bank records show the Biden family, their associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and their companies. Some of that money came from a Chinese company and went to Hunter Biden's company. Other transfers occurred with the help of Rob Walker, who then sent it on different Biden family members. This is not how lawful businesses operate. Chinese nationals affiliated with the Bidens created limited liability companies in the United States and then in a short period of time transferred their interest to a Chinese company that sent money to the Bidens.
0: China. It's always China, isn't it? So when you question why China spends 30 to $54 million on the UPenn Biden Center, where classified documents were recently found, you start to understand why this is important. Are there going to be charges? No, that's not going to happen. You have a Department of Justice that is working completely for Biden and the White House. So you can't expect that. Don't expect that. But it's what we do with this information to get it to the people. The people need to understand how compromised Joe Biden is and these Democrats are with our enemy in China. So what exactly are these businesses? As something I mentioned a few minutes ago. To have a business, you have to have a product or service. Here's Representative Byron Donald.
5: There is no business structure around this family except politics. And since Joe Biden has spent decades in the Senate, served eight years as vice president and is now president of the United States and the family's getting money from various countries and foreign businesses through various shell companies and this web of LLCs. I mean, guys, you in the press, this is easy pickings. I'm giving you Pulitzer stuff here. Like all you have to do is literally look at our memo and see the level of detail upon which they have created this. And it's very, it's very, very frustrating. We have now been able to clearly see that, The Biden's associates, like Rob Walker, Eric Sherman, has been discussed, created at least 16 companies while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. 16 companies created while he was vice president. Now the list is 20. And as we continue our investigation, that list is growing. And like I said before, the question is to serve what purpose? And the purpose of all these companies being created is to conceal money. That the Biden family has been gaining because Joe Biden has been sitting at the upper echelon of our politics for almost five decades.
0: I mentioned that the media, ABC, NBC, CBS, all the big media, the mainstream media did no reporting on this. They still haven't. And what they have Not them, but some journalists have written stories about it. I'm going to get to what they have said in a few minutes about this press conference and about this information, how they are presenting that information. But here's a fact. We know that 170 suspicious activity reports were generated about this money going into Biden accounts. Jim Jordan talks about that.
6: Suspicious activity reports, the the key word in that phrase is the word suspicious There are 170 of those reports, many of them put together by the Treasury Department of our government in the Obama-Biden administration. So 170 of those that the committee has reviewed, thousands of pages of bank records the committee has reviewed. And that has told us that there are now multiple, as Mr. Donald just said, multiple LLCs receiving money from foreign entities and paying that money out to multiple members of the Biden family. And the fundamental question is the one Byron just raised, for what? What did they do? What was the business? What service did they provide? What value did they add? What did they do to warrant receipt of the money? That is the fundamental question. And no one seems to have an answer to that fundamental question. But Mr. Comer, Chairman Comer and the team, that's what we're looking into, trying to get. And I would just say this, too. Why not just come clean? Why not just be honest with us? Why not tell us the truth? But I would tell you this. I think it's a pattern with this administration. They haven't been square with us, straight with us, straight with the American people about anything. They, told, they tell us the border is secure. We know it isn't. They tell us our debt ceiling bill is going to hurt veterans. No, it doesn't. Joe Biden said during the campaign... That the letter from 51 former intel officials, when he used it in the debate, he portrayed it as if it was organic. And we now know through another investigation that we're all working on that, in fact, it was coordinated. That letter from 51 former intel officials was coordinated with the Biden campaign. So much so, the Biden campaign told Mike Morrell, here's the journalist. We want you to have uh, the story to the letter to first. Why not just be straight with us? Why not come clean? Why not tell us the truth? Tell the American people the truth. They deserve that from their government.
0: Well, we all know that's never going to happen. And we also know that the press is not going to do the work that they should. So it's up to this committee to do that. Exactly what have they found in these bank records? How is the money divvied up among the Biden family members? I'm also going to get to what Biden family members received payment because that was revealed in this press conference. Here's Representative Andy Biggs from Arizona
7: one third of that money, one million sixty five thousand dollars went to the bank account in Abu Dhabi of the company EEIG, which was controlled by James Gilliatt, another Biden associate over the next three months. Robinson Walker LLC sent sixteen incremental payments of to more than uh, to, to over five different Biden accounts totaling one million sixty five thousand This included payments to James Biden, who received five wires and over $50,000, who did no discernible work to earn that money. A third to Gilear, a third to the Bidens. What was State Energy HK Limited? That is a second class of Biden associates, the people from whom the Bidens conducted business. State Energy HK Limited was a company controlled by Yi Zeming. Yi was a Chinese billionaire who was, a, who was reportedly the former Deputy Secretary General, excuse me, Dep- Deputy Secretary council, for an international outreach arm for the People's Liberation Army.
0: So now we have the Chinese PLA involved. And that Yi gentleman right there that they were just talking about is also a close connection to Chairman Xi of the Communist Party in China. So again... Here comes China into the picture, but they are not the only country involved. There is also Romania.
4: Corruption in Romania. The Bidens received over $1 million for the deal. And 16 of the 17 payments to their associates account that funneled the Bidens money occurred while Joe Biden was vice president. In fact, the money stops flowing from the Romanian national soon after Joe Biden leaves the Vice Presidency. This is a pattern of influence peddling. This appears separate from any payment Hunter received from his work connecting this individual to a US law firm. We'll also provide further information regarding the Biden's relationship with China. This includes two individuals the committee is particularly concerned about. One of them, Yi Ming had close ties to the highest levels of the Chinese Communist Party and operated a multi-billion dollar energy company with access to large
0: sums of money. As this press conference went on, and there were several speakers from the House Oversight Committee, I noticed the word foreign national being used to describe some of these people that were doing business with the Bidens. And I was reminded of the Chuck Grassley whistleblower Remember that that happened a couple of weeks ago, and James Comer and Senator Chuck Grassley sent the letter to the FBI, the subpoena, requesting that form that had all the information of a, quote, criminal scheme, unquote, in the letter, and the FBI did not respond at the time they were supposed to. They are completely just ignoring the subpoena from this House Oversight Committee. Again, let me repeat that the Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigation has ignored a subpoena from the House Oversight Committee from James Comer and Senator Chuck Grassley. And of course, again, Joe Biden has no idea about any of these business dealings. Somehow millions of dollars ends up in his bank account where he can afford beach houses in Delaware. He doesn't know what the family is doing to get all this money to be able to buy a house isn't that interesting. Here's Peter Ducey,
8: Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings?
2: I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business
0: So who are all the Biden family members receiving millions and millions of dollars from foreign countries? For what? For what business? We also know that Louis Free, former director of the FBI, sent $100,000 to a Joe Biden grandchild. And then he followed it up with an email that said, thank you. I don't remember the last time that I sent anyone any money for anything and said, thank you. That's interesting. Who are the family members that are profiting from the, quote, businesses, unquote, that the Bidens have?
4: Joe Biden's son. Joe Biden's brother. Joe Biden's brother's wife. Hunter Biden's girlfriend or Beau Biden's widow, however you want to write that. (laughs) Hunter Biden's ex-wife. Hunter Biden's current wife and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. So we're talking about grandchild, a grandchild. That's odd. Most people that work hard every day's grandchild doesn't get a wire.
0: So it sounds like it's pretty much the entire Biden family that is receiving all this money. The one name missing, I noticed, was Jill Biden. So what should we expect out of this? Nancy Mace is representative out of Charleston, South Carolina. She had this to say toward the end.
9: The Biden family needs to answer for this,
5: and the DOG, DOJ needs to get off its ass and investigate. We've done the work for them so that they can't screw it up now. If these allegations, any of these allegations are proven true, then someone with the last name Biden needs to be charged Prosecuted, maybe spend a little time in prison to take to account and responsible for the actions they've taken today.
0: As I mentioned a few minutes ago, I don't have any expectations that that is ever going to happen, and you probably shouldn't either. When it comes to the press in this country and how they should be doing their job to hold our politicians accountable for the things that they are doing, it's so important. It is so important that they are involved in helping us get the truth. But now, you just heard the evidence, So you heard the, the press conference there. You heard the press conference. You hear what they are saying they have evidence of. 65 pages is what they presented. They have so much evidence, much more than 65 pages. It would be the press's job to find out exactly what all of this is about. If you go back to Watergate, in Watergate, it was actually the press that broke that that was bringing all the information to the American people. And now we can't, we cannot rely on the press to do this. Now, let's go to the New Republic. This is uh, Tory Otten. This is how this is being spun. The headline, Republicans finally admit they have no incriminating evidence on Joe Biden. You just heard the evidence. You just heard what this House committee has on Joe Biden and the Biden family. But that's the headline. That's the clickbait. Now, let's read a little bit about it. Republicans' big investigation into the Biden family has revealed not a lot. The House GOP accused Joe Biden and his family of engaging in business with foreign entities, but were unable to provide any actual evidence linking the president to any wrongdoing. Okay, that is part of the press's job. That's part of why this Country is in such a mess. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer released a 65 page memo detailing a sprawling investigation into Biden and some of his relatives, particularly his son Hunter Biden. Nowhere in the massive document was there a specific allegation of a crime committed by Biden or any of his relatives. So it isn't a crime to do business with the highest level of our foreign adversaries for nothing. Again, there was no service, there was no product that the Bidens have provided for any of these people other than political influence. Maybe it's not a crime, maybe it is, but we deserve the truth, and we should get to the truth. And that's what we're dealing with in this country. We're dealing with that fourth state. We're dealing with a press that has no desire to do anything but protect their political objective. And here we are, and here we sit. So there is the evidence that I give you here on this half hour of this program. I hope you're able to make your determination on what reality is, what actually happened. There will be more coming from this investigation. I promise you that. But please do all you can to get the truth out. Use this podcast. Use it. Share it around. Let people actually hear what was said in this press conference because they are not getting it from the mainstream media there are some reporters and journalists in this country that i do trust people like peter schweitzer john solomon sarah carter laura logan miranda Devine, julie kelly just to name a few there there are some try to find information from them and try to share that it's a scary world that we are living in at this point Can you imagine a world where you wake up one day to find benefits like Social Security, Medicare, Veterans Assistance have vanished? The economy is in a free fall. Grocery store shelves, they're they're empty. They're picked bare. Unfortunately, this nightmare could actually happen because while hurricane season may be just around the corner, there is another storm brewing that could hit us even harder. The debt ceiling. The Treasury Secretary warned that the U.S. government could run out of money to pay its bills as soon as June 1. This could trigger a financial catastrophe on the scale of the 2008 meltdown. Benefits like Social Security and veterans' assistance could be cut off. Interest rates would spike and the economy would actually crater. Millions of Americans they would be scrambling to make ends meet and wondering how to put food on the table for their family. Things would get really ugly really, really fast. But what if you didn't have to rely on the government or anybody else to provide for your family during a crisis? The answer is simple. The answer, be prepared with emergency food kits from 4 Patriots. Their long-lasting, delicious food options are specifically designed to provide you and your loved ones with the sustenance you need when you need it the most. Four Patriot Survival Food Kits are hand-packed in the USA. They last up to 25 years, come hand-packed inside covert storage totes, include a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And they're backed by thousands of five-star customer reviews on the website. Four Patriot Survival Food Kits are not just for natural disasters, because in today's world of government ineptitude and unpredictability emergencies, it's more important than ever for you to have a backup plan. Whether it's a recession caused by the government running out of money, rising food costs, or a supply chain shock, you can rest easy knowing that you have a reliable source for food. And right now, you can go to 4Patriots.com, use the code OUTLOUD to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store, including that emergency food supply kit. Just go to 4Patriots.com, use the code OUTLOUD to get 10% off your first purchase at 4Patriots.com. So coming up in just a minute, we have a difficult subject to get into. I mentioned at the top of the hour that... But there is a developing story happening in Plainview, Texas. We are going to get into that. Coming up next on the America Outlaw.
8: Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of CofixRx nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a CofixRx nasal solution cleanse. That's COFIXRx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at CofixRx.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health,
3: and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, .com code out loud
9: oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years brush floss repeat we're told to use fluoride which doesn't really address the acid creating bacteria that is where the dentist recommended spry dental defense system shines spry products contain xylitol a natural sugar which helps get rid of those nasty smelly acid creating bacteria in our mouth The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry dental defense system has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. I can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers.
1: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet
2: none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a made-in-America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come it's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside it's time for a sensible climate plan for more information or to donate visit our website
0: back to our lives and politics here on the America Out Loud Network. I'm Booker Scott. Thanks so much for joining us here. As I mentioned going into the break that we're going to get into a subject right now that if you have children around, you probably want to turn this off at this moment or turn it down because this is a, a real tough subject to get into. What has happened allegedly in Plainview, Texas is a young six-year-old girl in a classroom was sexually accosted. And I have a family member. The family member is Heather Gonzalez that is speaking out because they are not getting the answers they want from Plainview ISD. And they want answers. And they should expect answers. So anyway, I give you that warning to let you know that what you're about to hear is sexually explicit in some areas. So please, if you have young children, turn it off now and come back and listen a little bit later.
7: Plainview parents and guardians are looking for answers after a tragic situation at South Elementary School.
0: Parents protested outside the school district administration building over sexual misconduct they
5: claim happened so inside as bad a as classroom. this
0: story sounds out of Plainview, Texas. I think it's very important that we understand facts allegations, and then what exactly are the next steps that can be taken that this family wants to see out of, out of what has happened. So to help us with this, I have actually asked a family member of the six-year-old girl in Plainview, Texas, to come on this program right now and speak to us. So on the phone with me right now is Heather. Heather, welcome to Our Lives in Politics.
10: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: So let's let's just really get to the facts of this. And first of all, okay. I would like for you to share with everyone how you are related to the six-year-old girl.
10: Okay. So the six-year-old girl, her mother is actually my cousin. So she would be my second cousin.
0: Okay. And the, the there is a guardian involved in this picture. And that guardian yes. is your aunt. Is that correct?
10: Yes, my my aunt is the guardian. She was she's the grandmother to the child and she um she's the one who has legal custody of her right now.
0: Okay, so let's go back we almost have to go back what 3 weeks ago to when yes. this this started. It was in the the middle of April, April 19th or so.
10: Correct. The incident occurred April 19th.
0: And is it my I understand as it's been written and reported in several different places, there were two different incidents. Is that correct?
10: Correct. So, April 19th, the first incident happened. Due to the failure of the school to not only notify us, but separate the kids, another incident happened on April 27th.
0: So, let's go to the incident on April 19th. Do you know, okay. do you know what happened on April 19th? We know what has been reported... So- so what, okay. do you, what do you know from the school board right now and, and from the administration at Plainview ISD?
10: So from them, what they finally released later on was that there was content released, or there was content found on a school iPad, um, and they turned that in, but pretty much they are not giving us any other story. The, all the information we have is what we've gathered from basically my cousin and the other children who saw
0: Okay so you have spoken to other children in the classroom or where is that other information coming from
10: you Yes might, so okay. whenever so April 21st um we tried to get information from we tried to get information from the principal and from the superintendent and we were unable to get any information therefore April 21st I put a Facebook post out basically notifying the public um, something was going on and they needed to speak to their kids. After doing so, I had lots of people um, sending me messages that stuff had been happening to their kids in that class all year long and that their kids actually saw what happened to my cousin.
0: Okay. So now your cousin comes home from school 19th, 20th, and 21, and I have seen reports that she wasn't sleeping, she was bothered, and it got you, the family, asking some questions. Is that accurate? Correct. And from that, did you deduce anything from her that made you go to the school and create this Facebook page?
10: Well, what happened is um April nineteenth, the incident occurred. Uh, April twenty first. Um, let's see. Actually, I think I may have given you the wrong date earlier. It's okay. Okay. Um, April 21st, we were at my grandma's house. It was already a Friday. School had ended. And the school called my aunt and they kind of said, well, we just want to let you know um, your child and some other kids, they were, they were on something they shouldn't have been on the iPad. Um, they were kind of investigating, but they made it seem like it was nothing serious. So that's where we were left. And that was um, when the school said that they notified us of the event. That was their notification. Okay, that's so, as much information as we got.
0: So the notification was to let you know that some kids had the iPad and were looking at things that they shouldn't have been looking at. That is, that is what the school, the Plainview ISD, did. Was that a real phone call or was that a, one of those robocalls?
10: No, it was a phone call. I, I don't remember if my aunt spoke to the teacher or the principal, but yes, it was. She spoke to them. Um, they let her know that there was something minor going on, but they uh, told her not to really worry about it. So that was that was our call right okay. there.
0: Okay. And from from there, we are now here, and in between there and here, a lot of things have happened. And uh, it is now under investigation and you still can't get any information. You don't know exactly factually what has happened because that information has been kept from you. And that's, that's a big, that's a big problem here, isn't it?
10: Yes, we are very frustrated. And now the school administrator, they canceled school today because they feel unsafe. They said that there's threats going around, but um, we have, we have got from inside information that that's not actually correct. But um, they're also saying that all of this is starting because of mis uh, misinformation that we have put out there. But what we're what we're saying is, if you would just give us the information clearly, we wouldn't have to be asking six year olds about this incident. And you could tell us um, what what exactly it is, since you're saying that we're incorrect.
0: So what is alleged? We we've gone through some of the facts as as okay. we know them. So now what is alleged? Let's go back to April 19th. And what are your allegations or what have you been able to figure out happened on April 19th at school?
10: Okay. So April 19th, um, what we've gathered from my cousin and uh, some kids who saw is that she was sitting at her desk. Um, The teacher, for some reason, has her sitting at a desk with four boys. So she was sitting at her desk and she was, I guess, sitting at her desk reading her poetry book. Um, the little boys are under the desks and they're pulling her under the desk with her. And she keeps saying, no, um, they finally pull her under the desk. And I guess the little boy already had his private out. Um, they were forcing her head towards his private and there were several kids that were watching and they were kind of saying, you know, do it, do it, which we have makes us think they, they're accustomed to thinking this is normal from the abuse that they've been getting all year in this class. Um, but they're basically Heather,
0: where, (laughs) where are you getting that information? Where, where is this information, painting this picture of the three boys and th- your your family member sitting at a group of desks together? Because you haven't seen video yet, correct? Correct. So, so where, correct. where have you received this information on how it happened?
10: So we're getting this information from my cousin. Um, her story has not changed. And also we know that she's correct. Um, she, we know it's been a while. My aunt has been to the class and she knows that she has sat with four boys. So she knows that information is correct. And then this is the the story that my cousin keeps repeating to us.
0: Okay. So now let's go back to the 19th. I interrupted your story. So please keep going.
10: Okay. So she, she says that they, um, they're able to pull her under the desk. The child has his um, private out already. And um, apparently um, they're pushing her head towards him and, you know, making her um get closer to his private Mm -hmm. she says that they are um they're able to get get her face to his private and they force her to put his private in her mouth um and she starts and we know that it's accurate because you know children they give details when they're telling a story and she said that she started we said well what were you doing and she said i was hitting him with my poetry book so he could stop um she was unable to um get out of that situation and therefore she was forced to perform oral sex on this child. Um, we asked how long it happened, and she said, I don't know, I can't remember. And we said, well, well when did it stop? And she said, well, when he finally let me go.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: Now, that's the story we've got from my six-year-old cousin. Um, other other parents, they, they have reached out and said that their, their children were in the class, and they did see, in fact, what happened.
0: Where was the teacher?
10: The teacher, um, this is where it gets kind of... Um, complicated. The teacher, from what my, my cousin says, was in the classroom. Um, the teacher, from what my cousin says, was working at her desk with a group of maybe like three or four kids, I guess like a small group kind of thing. Um, the school, when they reached out about this incident, they lied and they said they reached out to two family members on a Friday and a Monday. That was inaccurate because they never reached out to us and the only family they did reach out to was the little boy's family and that was on a Thursday. And from what his aunt told me is that the teacher was in the room, but she had um, earbuds in and she was listening to like music. And so that's what the school told her. When I repeated that at our protest, the school said that that was a lie and that she doesn't own earbuds. So it's kind of like, you know, you're not giving us information and you're telling all different kinds of stories to people.
0: And that's what I want listeners to understand right now. There are a few facts that we know. And, but there are, are a lot of allegations. And the family wants to know the truth. And th- that's what Heather is trying to get to, is to try to understand the truth from the plain view ISD, which so far she has not uh, received satisfaction on on that, on the truth. And so that's, that's what you guys are, are trying to accomplish right now.
10: Correct. And we also said, you know, my aunt, the guardian, said, if you guys are not going to give us the the correct um, statements of what happened, then I would like to see the details. I would like to see the video that you guys allege you have. And the school and the investigator continue to tell her that she is legally not able to see that because it's child pornography. And now I'm learning from lots of, you know, people who are helping us on this case that that is, in fact, a lie. Um, she does have a right to see that.
0: I would think so. That doesn't really make any yes. sense, does it? Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't. So, so we get to those allegations. I have also read, and I don't know if this is, is true or not, but there was another allegation of another incident after this happened on the 19th. Is, is that accurate? Okay. So what happened in that incident? Allegedly.
10: Okay. So, you know, Friday comes the 21st and we're notified of this iPad situation, but nothing comes out of it. So Monday they send her to school like normal Tuesday. She goes to school Wednesday. She goes to school come Thursday. And the the 27th, they take her to school. When they pick her up, they notice that she's, you know, in distress. She's uh, she wants to lay down. She says she's tired. She's ready to leave. She's pulling my aunt out of the school, which is not like her because she loves school. Um, And that's when my aunt is like. Is this over the iPad situation, Mihá? Because they've never they've never told us anything. And she says, no, no, it's not that. She said, mind you, she's already been abused twice. Mm -hmm. And um, this is when she tells us. Well, they they had this man pull me out of class, and he pulled me into a room by myself and was questioning me. So that right there is traumatizing for her as well. Sure. And we're like questioning you about the iPad situation, and she says, "No, today in line. I don't know if they were um, going to the cafeteria or where where exactly they were going, but they were in line.
0: The kids are so lined up to go wherever. Her. Yeah.
10: So it, this child who made her perform oral sex on him, he got he said he got in line behind her and he said hey look turn around he called her by name and when she turned around he had his private out and he flashed his private to her
4: um
10: and from what he says is that a teacher a teacher was um i guess a teacher saw that and was like got on to them um and we're like well why why haven't we heard about this you know um so that's when my aunt's like so she told my aunt this situation happened and that's when my aunt is like what like No, we're going to go inside right now, and we're going to talk to the principal, and I'm going to get answers. And so that's when my aunt goes into the school, and she talks to the principal.
0: And what came from that? And real quick, before we move on to that, was this the same little boy that...
10: This was, yes, the same little boy.
0: Okay, so he, after the the incident on the 19th, the alleged incident on the 19th, Mm -hmm. he is still that close in proximity to your relative that he's able to do this again
10: yes yeah, so what from what we she've told us um and what i'll confirm to you later on is that she up until we pulled her out of school she is still sitting at the desk with all of these children and what day some kind of investigation happening
0: what day did you pull her out of school
10: on uh well friday the 28th we went and talked to the principal and we had we let her miss school that day but they officially pulled her out of school monday On the 1st.
0: Okay. So that was May 1st when you officially pulled her out of school. So they hadn't separated. They hadn't separated the kids at that time. Is that accurate? Correct. Okay.
10: Yeah. So Friday, uh, Friday, the 28th, we went to talk to the principal and we had asked her, "Are are these children separated? And she said, no comment. And later on the afternoon, she called my aunt to say, just letting you know, we will be moving these kids to different classes. So, yeah, she was finally going to move them because we brought it up, even though they knew that this was under investigation.
0: Has the school system seen the video? Did the principal see the video?
10: So when we asked, you know, when we talked to her, every every uh, question we had was, I cannot comment. We asked her if she had seen the video. She said she had not. But then later on, when my aunt says, I want to see the video, I feel like I need to see it. I need to make sure it's at least her y'all are talking about. And the principal turns around and tells my aunt, well, you could clearly see their faces and who it is. So then we're like, okay, so you just said you didn't see it, but now you're making it seem like mm-hmm. you did. So we are upset because, you know, like someone who's helping us point it out. Um, You guys need to be making sure it's not getting shown to everyone. And y'all need to find out how many times it's being viewed. Right. because. You know, if we can't see it, why are all these staff members able to see
0: it? Right, and, and who has access to it now? Where where may it end up? Those are all questions that I'm sure you have.
10: Yes. And, and yes.
0: again, you don't know what's on it. We we don't know, yes. do we? We we have we, not. we have allegations. The facts are that there was some incident on the 19th, and then there was another incident on the 27th that that we know something happened because they are now investigating it, and they have the video. So that's, that's where we are. There, there are a couple of facts. There are a lot of allegations. You just want the answers. You and your family want the answers to what happened. You can't get it. You're being stonewalled. And so now what are your next steps?
10: So now, um, of course, my aunt has um, got a lawyer. We are our main goal right now is to make sure the teacher, the principal and the superintendent are fired. Um, they, like I said, they have not handled the situation with grace. They have lied about what my aunts are able to see. And not only that, they're putting lots of kids at risk. They moved these boys to different classrooms. They did not notify the children's parents. And now I have parents messaging me, this little boy is in my daughter's classroom. Can you confirm or deny this is him? And I feel like they should give this information to parents because God forbid these little boys do it again. And then the school's going to have another issue at hand.
9: Do
0: you know if these little boys are in in guidance and getting counseling from the school system?
10: so the school uh the little boy who performed who made her perform the act the only him and my cousin are the only ones that they even have in the investigation now there's another little boy who who was the one who recorded it, and he also is said to have taken his dad phone his dad's phone to school often and showed all the kids' porn um I know he I don't think he's involved in any of this per what the school says. But as far as my cousin and the boy, the school has offered counseling, but with their services, which we have declined.
0: And I think we we missed that as we went through the story the first time was there was another six-year-old boy that recorded the video of this act on the 19th of April. And he did so on an iPad that was a school iPad. Is that correct?
10: Correct. Correct.
0: Okay. So that is the video that they are now investigating, and that video was taken by another six-year-old. That it has been alleged that that six-year-old brings his dad's phone to school that has pornography on it. So again, all of the a lot of these allegations again are being made by young children. So you know that that's where it really gets difficult to try to find out what the truth is. So that that's why you guys want to at least know what's going on in the in the investigation, have the video, but you're not al- allowed to have any access. So you're not getting the answers.
10: And we also, you know, have the the question, if this child recorded on the school iPad, how would do we know he didn't record on his father's phone and take that home for, you know, other people to watch? Yeah.
0: I mean, there, there are a lot of questions here. Heather, I, yes. I think there is, isn't there a board meeting coming up, a school board meeting coming up May 18th in Plain View?
10: Yes, May 18th, there is a school board meeting. It is at 6 p.m. We plan on arriving around 5 to peacefully protest outside. Uh, My fear, though, is now that the superintendent sees that he's getting a lot of heat, um, like I said, he canceled school today, and I fear that he may end up canceling the school board meeting in order to hide from all of us.
0: Does he have the authority to cancel a school board meeting?
10: So, from what I'm told, this is just hearsay. Um, I haven't investigated myself but from what I've been told is that if he feels that him and the other board members are at risk of violence, they do have the authority to do that. Okay.
0: So we'll have to keep an eye on that. That's coming up May yes. 18th. Uh, Heather, you yes. mentioned attorneys. Do you have any, do you have any, uh, uh, you know, crowdfunding that is going on for this? Is there counseling going on for your relative?
10: So I do, as far as the attorney, um, I believe most of the attorneys, you know, they, you don't need to pay them up front, which is a blessing. Um, The attorney that my aunt has, I'm not sure. I know a lot of people are sending um, very big attorneys. Not that we don't trust this man, but just he from our area, you know, we don't want them to run all over him in court or him to not have our best interest at hand. Um, As far as counseling, my aunts, they are looking for Christian counseling um, outside of town, because like I said, this is a small town. And nothing is nothing stays a secret. Um, and we especially don't want to use the school's counseling because we obviously can't trust them anymore. So I know they are looking for Christian counseling for her um that's somewhere out of our out of our hometown. Well, maybe Heather, in Lubbock or Andrillo.
0: Heather, thank you so much for sharing what really is a, a it's such a sad, difficult story and for you to have to deal with it within your family and now to have the pushback from the school, the administration, the government, I know it's frustrating for you. And and I'm really thankful that you came on here to share your story so that we can get your story out to thousands.
10: Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And I just, um, I just thank you guys for sharing this. My aunt did not want to share the details, like I said, but I told her unless we share the details and we get people angry, Um, I guarantee this is just going to get hidden, like everything else gets hidden here in Plainview.
0: And it's called Hidden in Plainview. If you look for any hashtags on social media, you can read more about Hidden in Plainview. That's Plainview, Texas, where this is happening. Correct. And there you have firsthand information on a very, very upsetting and disturbing subject that is happening there in Plainview, Texas. If you look on social media anywhere, you can find that hashtag, hashtag HiddenInPlainView. That is available on Truth Social. I think it's also on Facebook and Twitter as well. If you happen to be on Twitter, you're always welcome to follow me. You can find me at Booker Spartacus S-P-A-R-T-I-C-U-S, to follow me there on social media. I'm also on Truth Social as well. That's a a very, very disturbing subject. And society seems so messed up in this country right now. It's hard to really imagine how things can ever go back. I don't know that they can. But I know that each one of us has the ability to be an agent of change. I want to share a story that a lady in our church shared with me a couple of weeks ago because she's just one person, and she is trying to combat the drag queen story time in schools, and how is she doing that? She has decided on her own to make a story time in her neighborhood. Again, she's just one person with just one idea that could make a difference in children's lives. So she's going to invite all the children in her neighborhood to her driveway on one weekend night to have a story time and then she's gonna try to repeat this over and over and over again. She's doing something. She's trying. And that's one of the things that we here at America Out Loud try to do all the time is try to inspire you, try to give you ideas on things that you actually can do. I know one thing on this show that we talk about is getting involved in local politics and local government. Go get involved somewhere. As Malcolm always says, get loud and get involved. And we can make a difference. You can make a difference. You just have to get active and get involved somewhere. Make a difference in someone's life. My name is Booker Scott. Thank you so much for joining us here on Our Lives in Politics. And remember, salt without flavor, it has no value, and it's just thrown on the ground to be stepped on. You are the salt of the earth, so be salty. Have a great week. You've been listening to Our Lives and Politics on the America Out Loud Network.